1: Hmm. How are you?
0: (laughs) I choose to be fine.
1: God bless you, girl. God bless. (laughs) I know it was not an easy afternoon.
0: Oh uh, the thing is is just getting someone to answer a question. The question Almost is in. not on the automated system. It's not there. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I just I just I need a, a person that breathes and girl, right. wait. And then when you get them, they're a rock, they just as stupid. Right. <laughs> And I don't want you know I don't want to talk down to them. I've worked in a call center, but my thing is okay. If you get disconnected, you have some money on the phone. They've been waiting, you know. They've been waiting. Proactively call them back.
1: Yeah, but they don't. It's like I oh, don't
0: oh, answer. Yeah, I you like, know, it's just. And then I'm know. really nervous because I live in San Diego. We don't have no floods here. We don't know nothing about no damn floods. Oh, so that's the what... watt Teslas. Maria, we're floating down the street, Tesla's.
1: Oh my! I didn't even hear about this. I had oh, no idea.
0: It was horrible. Wait, and the rain's coming again tomorrow. Oh but my! For two God. days, then it's gonna break. Then it's gonna come again. Oh I'm my! A Fifty God. foot hill behind my house. Fifty foot. So I wow. go around the corner. I knock on her door. I said, "Look." Can I at least come in your yard and look and see what, if I can prevent anything? If nothing else, my safety. Sure. Oh, superficial, but I don't want one of these big trees, big trees come crashing down, mud, whatever. You know, older Filipino lady, she's scared of a sister with braids. She ain't going to answer the damn door. Well, oh my. She don't, what know, what she don't yeah. know what I want. She don't know what I want. Yeah. I'm going to send you a letter. I'm going to send them. A- Goddamn smoke signals. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. Oh, wait. And then the best part is I talked to the insurance company. And my mortgage company said I got a condo. And at the condo, they said, oh, your deductible is too high. Insurance company never called me about the deductible being too high. I call them. He tried to send me the letter. He can't send me the letter because they've been compromised, but they so compromised that the people that are actually legitimate can't get in there. Girl, it's been a day. Oh. But it's all about you right now and you're going to cheer me up. You're going to make me laugh. (laughs) So again,
1: God bless you for getting on here and still doing this because when I read blood, I was like... (laughs) Take care of business. Don't worry about me. It was so sweet.
0: Thank you. So, and I really, really, I do appreciate that so much because it was just like, I kept trying to, I was like, okay, I got Maria waiting. Really? Really? Dude? Really? Yeah. Life
1: happens and I get it. I get it.
0: All right. So what do you want to drill down on in this interview? What do you want to talk about?
1: You know, I actually, I think I want to talk about my journey with my disease um, more than any business thing, really. You know, I, I'm i finding that my TikTok is blowing up because people are sick and they're struggling. Emotions are low. They're feeling like you can't get, it's almost like with you just saying you're on the phone with the insurance company and you can't get an answer, you know? And um, so I really wanna, I just wanna touch on, I guess that, like I- what is your sickness? I have systemic crest scleroderma. So it's a disease that has attacked all my organs. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty intense disease. And um, they classify it under autoimmune, you know, and what people aren't realizing is that, you know, they they almost dismiss you. It's like, well, there's nothing I can do because there's no cure. It's like, hold on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you're not going to tell me I'm going to die and walk away.
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: right, 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 right. You know, that's yeah. cool. Okay. How so. do you pronounce your
0: last name? Is C- Cistaro? Cistero, Yes. Cistero. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me just do a little housekeeping and we'll be up and running. Absolutely. And you're going to tell me what this disease is again, because I didn't write it down. So I don't know. But Absolutely. then also uh, with regards to the business. We're going to yeah. talk a little bit about that because, um, you know, you're a, a mother, you're married, you're a business owner, an investment coach.
1: Yes. We're going to talk
0: about how all that mirrors together. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Before we get started, Maria Sestero. C- yes. Oh. yes. Uh, I want to make sure that I have your authorization and consent to edit, record, and distribute this podcast on behalf of my company. ALM Enterprises, for the podcast On the Edge with April Mahoney. The interview is being completed and all rights are reserved. Is that okay? That's okay. Um, My permission. Let's uh, just take a few minutes to catch some breath with me, please. Absolutely. Just to make sure that we're calm and that we're centered, uh, that there's some synchronicity, that this information lands upon ears that are deaf and need to hear, upon hearts that are weak that need to hold it. And hands that are frail that need to grip. Mm, thank you for that. Of course, my pleasure. All right, so we're doing the course of the interview into these wonderful people's brains. It's a cult-like following. They dig that shit. <laughs> I love it. Pretty, 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 pretty. So I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Maria has her lambs. Taylor has her Swifties. Jose has her beehive, and I got my brains. How about that? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You can't touch this. That's right. That's right. That's right. Did you hear all that brains? I'm talking about you, baby. (laughs) Welcome to On The Edge. You are at the spot, the place, the location, coolest place on the planet where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are what? They're never dull. Today, we have Maria Sistero. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff we were just in the green room and she was hearing me commiserate about what's going on and how you can't get no customer service. And when you get somebody on the phone, they rock, they don't know nothing. As they hang up on you, they don't call you back. So how do we um, process all this additional anxiety, but also keep our money straight, manage our families, manage our mental health, but that in conjunction of having a chronic medical condition so she is going to paint the landscape for us and color in all the white spaces and uh, share with us her story her journey and her truth let's welcome her to the show how are you maria i'm doing well thank you thank you for having me i'm excited about this girl i just needed somebody to talk to (laughs) because i was going through it i was going through it i really were You are no. This so is this is great. Um, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for being patient with me, and and that's what I'm asking for, brains. It's you know what, patience and tolerance. Mm. And at sixty, I thought I had mastered it, but today, baby, I went from a flicker to a flame. I mm. wasn't mean to the people, and I kept apologizing, but some things that you just can't be. You know, you there's no excuse
1: for. I, I agree. I agree. I find lately you can't even get a human being at the other end of a phone. <laughs> and it's frustrating. And, and in life, it's frustrating. And everything that you do, it, it's, you know, the, the phone, you're behind the phone, you're behind the computer. You know, I myself was trying to get something rectified the other day, and it was a constant circle, constant roundabout, constant chase of my tail. And it was frustrating. And then, you know, ultimately, there was a dollar amount, right, that was involved, and I was looking for it to be refunded. And they they did everything they could not to allow me to get to the person, right? To and, get and the I'm answer. Saying, like just
0: just give them the money, and and yeah. you know it's gonna free up the reservoir for somebody else to get through. But yeah. as you were saying, you know it's like, um, maybe, maybe it's us. And you know why I say that? Because we are in this technological age,
1: right? Where
0: the human being is becoming obsolete. True. Okay. I mean, they're doing operations by robotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, you can't get a person, you know, IVR. And I mean, these IVRs are relentless. You can say representative and hit that zero to you blow in the face, baby. And, they, uh-uh. and then it hangs up on you. Right. Okay. So now how do we adjust? How, how do we, because it's our responsibility to take control of how we process things how right. receive them. So we'll right. get back to that question in a minute. But I want to springboard ahead to hear a little bit about your story because you have taken action. You have taken your health back the best mm-hmm. way that you can. Tell us a little bit about that. Before we do this, Brains, this is a complete disclosure. In the event that something, you know, is going on with you, go on and continue with your doctor, continue with your course of treatment. But take Maria's story as a testimony, uh, there could be some valuable information here that you can apply, uh, or you can toss around in your own brain, make your own decisions, but continue with your same quarters of treatment, okay? Now tell
1: us, Maria, how you show up in the world. Yeah, so um, right now, my biggest focus is um, focusing on having people find answers to all the things that they feel are chaotic in their lives, you know. And re- lately, what I've been focusing on is individuals uh, getting diagnoses that they don't, they can't get any kind of an answer to. But the backstory to my to my world is, um, when I was young, I had seizures. Later on in life, I had a bad car accident, and I was told I'd never walk again. Just so you know, I walk very well. <laughs> um, and and so in life, I had been hit with some things and I chose to overcome whatever was being told to me, whatever I was being told that I would never be able to walk again. I was going to be wheelchair bound. And, you know, I did have my little pity party, but then I chose to not allow that to be, um an okay thing, not to be accepted. I wouldn't accept it because I just felt, with my faith, that I was going to be well taken care of, and and it took some time to uh, to come o- to get over that. So fast forward, I'm now 52 years old. I'm a mother of a beautiful 23 year old daughter who's uh, in in getting her master's, and I'm happily married. And then at 52 years old, or at 50, I guess I was almost 51, I got hit with a diagnosis again, and it just blew my mind. Um, It was was as simple as some pain in my hands, and it went from an ache to I thought I sprained it, and then it went to the other hand, and I was like, what just happened? And so that was the beginning of the journey of, once again, coming face to face with something that I'm told is going to debilitate me. So my journey this last year and a half has been, it'll be two years in April. Um, my journey has been to find out where the root causes and why this is happening to me because the diagnosis is you've got less than 10 years. And I won't accept that. I'm 52 years old. I, I definitely plan on living a lot longer. So that's been my journey right now um, as far as as fighting this battle and, um, and digging deep. So, so yeah, so anyone that has any kind of an illness that they have no answer to, that's, that's where my focus has been.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> that's great. And I say this with all respect to you. But that's not going to be the rea- reality for a lot of people. Number no. one, the bandwidth, the strength to endure it, the, Absolutely. Players, the medications, mm-hmm. the doctor. You know, the doctor's got 15 minutes with you. Unless you're, in the, unless you're in the ER. <laughs> I tell everybody, I shouldn't say this, but if you have an opportunity to go to the ER every couple of years and get a little IV flush, they do a complete workout. I mean, they check everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know just to have the courage yeah to stand and face what is right now your truth right is your truth until you come up with a different solution or a different reaction so Absolutely. what do you tell that person that's struggling right now how do you give them courage how do you
1: encourage them to hang mm. on yeah, um my my thing right now that I have found. So for for me, I had the pity party. So I don't want anyone out there to think that that not, not, not at one point did I have tears rolling down my face because it's 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 a harsh reality for someone to say how badly you are as far as your health. Um but here's what I do say to people is, if you're not strong enough, if you don't feel that you're strong enough right now, then I always tell everyone to get straight with their faith, whatever that, whatever that looks like. You need to have a conversation every day, get, get yourself diving into having your faith. Um, and then I, and then the next thing is to start to surround your pe- yourself with people that have a positive outlook on on life the people that can support you through that fight the people that you know are studying up on better ways to to attack something so big see when you're when you're it's a, it's just like in anything else right we've heard it in business we've heard it um even in school you know any kind of schooling if, you, if you're all about the people you hang out with and if, if those five people
0: need, baby i tell my daughter all the time you Amen are to that. Around.
1: Absolutely. Amen to that. And I'm a big believer in that. And I've always been the one not to follow the crowd. So the person that's struggling out there, I, I say to you, find someone that that either um, has been studying up on things that, to make it better, a coach, find yourself a coach that, you know, has a good positive outlook on life and, and give you life lessons. Uh, start working on your inner being, start working on you because everything that you hold on to everything that you're stressed about, all that stuff is sitting inside of you. And And, it's
0: processitizing It's It's causing more dis-ease.
1: Absolutely.
0: But if I can add one thing at at the end, and I know this might be morbid brains, but it is what it is. Yeah. Get right. And accept the consequences. If Mm -hmm. this is your faith, not you, Maria, but I'm just, you know. Yeah. I talked to a woman the other day and they have living funerals. You know, the person knows that they're expiring and they they want to hear what folks got to say. They go ahead and have a funeral while they're still alive. <laughs> uh, but we're all organic. We all have an expiration date. Yes. Death is a promise, like your taxes. It's a yeah. promise. You mm-hmm. can't you can't dodge the bullet. Right. So what I encourage you to do is try to get right in the moment. Live right now. You can't plan for tomorrow. It's not here yet. And yesterday is
1: gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have to
0: settle, And that's why you say have that faith walk. We, you know, I say our prayers at night. I say my prayers in the morning. I'm grateful because anything can happen in between.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anything and that's can the truth.
1: That's the truth. I've had it where the youngest of the youngest have passed in front of my eyes and the oldest have lived out a beautiful life. And what if? But the question starts to become: What are you going to do with your life? Exactly. Are you just going to let it pass you by? Because even though you get diagnosed with something, that doesn't mean the game's over. That's right. No, no one took you just yet. That's right. So and you
0: could be the testimony. You could be the one that beats it. Hundred you know, percent. I, I know some people that have beat cancer like four times, and they yeah, died, they they died from a car accident or something like that. Right. You don't right. know what your destiny is going to be. So what you want to do is you try to. Try to navigate and try to be as pleasant and as happy as you can. And, yes, you know, again, it is it, stressful, uh-huh. but nobody said that this life was going to be easy. I remember Dr. Cornell West. You know who Dr. Cornell West is? African American professor from Princeton, as the big uh, silver afro always wears black and white. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friend of mine. You know what he told me? I'll tell you a quick story, real quick. Sure. He says, baby, my mother was passing and I was going through it. And he says, mm-hmm. you know what? He says, when you're born, is traumatic. You enter into this world in a place between urination and defecation. You come out in a puddle of blood and slime. As soon as you arrive, someone inflicts corporal punishment and slaps you on the bottom. He said, but you get home, they did threw a party for you. All the beautiful white lights, the presents, they're kissing you, they're loving you, they're nurturing you, they're feeding you. He says, so you got to go through that one more time when you die. Some people right. are forced out. Some people are cut out. Some people are pushed out. Some people just go naturally. He mm-hmm. said, but when you go through that portal, know that there is a party on the other side.
1: Other yeah, side. Nice. I said, oh, powerful. I those
0: pimples every time I recap that story, because it's so true.
1: Powerful. What That's we have powerful. to
0: do, yeah, what we got to do is, is you know, weave the fabric of our lives while we're here. Be yeah. a testimony for others. Try to nourish this meat soup that we call a body. Yes. You know, and, and try to be kind to other individuals because I'm telling you, somebody is keeping score. Whether you believe it or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is somebody that is keeping score. So you, were you always a woman of great faith or did your faith escalate
1: during your time of need? Mm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm full transparency. When I got sick this last time, um, I've always believed, always had faith, but never to the, to the extent that I have it now. And even now I'm still growing through and with it. Um, so, you know, I can't, I'm not that person that, that, uh, is gonna say I can recite everything to you, but I'm that person that does my own believing and my own uh, relationship and my and building on my faith. Uh, but it's been, when I got hit with this, um, well, actually it started a little bit sooner, but this kind of capped it. And, and I just knew I needed something more than pe- the people that were out there because this happens in everything, right? It's like, oh, you're going through something. What's the first thing that someone says? Oh, you're going you're gonna to be just fine. It's going to be okay. And I'm thinking, how do you know it's going to be okay? <laughs> you know, you know you're, you're doing all the wrong stuff, but you're going to tell me it's going to be okay. So I need to get myself straight. Uh, and, I, and that's exactly what I did because I, I definitely was not as strong as I needed to be. And that's what I've been working on since, for a few years now.
0: Do you mind telling my brains what it is that you've been diagnosed with a little bit about
1: it? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I was diagnosed with a disease called systemic crest scleroderma. Uh, it's a disease that, that your tissues and your veins and everything, they, they begin to freeze up. Uh, but it also attacks all of my organs. Mm. So I have uh, severe stage three fibrosis of the liver. I have an aneurysm in my heart. I have nodules on my lungs. Um, so I've got I've got several things that are going on. Uh, the 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 toes and, and the feet they get um, these pits in them, you know, and they, they're very. It's very very painful. Very painful. Well,
0: you're looking like brand new money. I'd never know it. <laughs> I'd never know it. Now let's talk a little bit about pain management. Hmm. Because you know you're going through it. If it's not your hands, you don't know if it's your heart. You you don't know what it is from day to day. Right. How do you stay in a a place of of peace to even call on your Savior? How how do
1: you even find that? A lot of times people will be angry. Yep. <laughs> that that's a good point. Because I was in the beginning. I was angry. I, w- I did the why me, why is this hurt so much? Why do I feel like this? You know, um, And then I, I started to dive into what was causing the pain. And I don't mean the root cause of the disease. I then was realizing that there were certain things that would trigger the pain, which is things that are in our food. And I didn't realize that my body was having such an adverse uh, reaction to. So something that I've eaten my entire life, like say lentils, all of a sudden my body was going through a a severe allergic reaction to it. And the pain would just escalate, Um, you know, as simple as lentils, water, and I put some onion in it and it was an all out disaster. So, so you have to, when it comes to the pain, you have to take note as to what you're putting in your body. And seeing how your body is reacting to that. And unfortunately, nowadays, I'm sure everyone on here that's listening has heard, you know, the food that we're eating today is not the food we were eating, 50, you know, all those years back, you know. Um, yeah, but when it's, I
0: was- it's amazing because, you know, I hear people on the television and the nutritionists and all that, the the, the, uh, the Mediterranean diet. Well, I went to Italy and I checked it out, brains. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I checked it out. The key, the key was that this stuff was farm to table. Mm -hmm. The tomatoes, the grapes. uh, I had never tasted a banana like that. I -hmm. had never tasted a banana like that. Yeah. I was just salivating. The grapes, the juice, the cheese. Oh, I mean, these people were sitting there having seven course meals. and Everything. And then walking to go get some gelato
1: right right and how and here's the thing so when the food is so good farm to table like you said then then your body is processing it properly right so you walk into our stores i'm i live in new york you walk into our stores they're constantly but you can watch the spray coming over everything even though know that they claim it to be organic and unfortunately it's hurting many of us and and our reaction to it, to our our bodies are just not processing it. Well, I've been on this weight. I call it a live it, not a diet.
0: And what I've really found, except for my craving right now for some sushi. uh, (laughs) But what I have really found is start by just cooking. Mm -hmm. Number one is labor intensive. Number two, you know exactly what's in it. Number three Food and preparation is a meditation. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's love. And after you went through those three steps, trust me, you are not going to be wanting to sit up there and gorge and make four or five meals. Mm -hmm. I would love to have my leftovers. I got a cousin that won't touch leftovers. You eat leftovers?
1: I do. Yeah, my husband doesn't. Well, I shouldn't say My husband won't eat like leftover steak.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, girl, I I eat leftovers. But anyway, uh, you know, and- I will pace myself I say, okay. And shutting it off, giving your body enough time to rest. You've put all this in all day long, give mm-hmm. the body some time. People forget that this is a machine. Absolutely. People really forget that okay. it's a machine. They just think that, you know, you're not running on automatic, right? You know, you have to look at your poop in the toilet. You okay. got to look at how much you're peeing. You know, you've got to go and see a doctor from time to time. You've got to go in and check when a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you check your eyes, your nose, your pelvis, your private, check your brain. That's right. That's right. Mental health is, is, is it so absolutely I'm so proud of you that you were able to just like, again, stay mentally sound.
1: Yeah. And you know, I want to just add to this. So I also see, I have my doctors, right. Um, from or Einstein and i have um my naturopath and they work in conjunction with each other because i can't take medicine because my liver is so bad it will it will kill me right so so my my uh my naturopath is is the one that is also sharing things like what what the whole body is doing so she does bio bioenergy so she was realizing that now get this, this is really going to blow your mind because my mother had meningitis when I was just a baby. Right. And she ended up having um, a non-functioning pituitary gland. Mm. Right. So many, many years she's on steroids and growth hormones and things like that. Now over here, I go to see the naturopath and she said, and I said to her, you know, I know what's going on from my neck down, but let's check the brain. And she was like, okay, let's check it. And come to find out, I was having a problem with my pituitary glands, mm. right? It, it, it was it was bizarre. And that's where I try to say to people, cleanse from the brain. I love that this is brains. Cleanse your brain. You're so worried about your gut, but you need to cleanse your brain and get that functioning properly. So you know, a lot
0: of this stuff too is epigenetics you absolutely. Know? Yeah, and what your triggers are. Mm-hmm. Know your body best that you can and try to stay away from those things, right? Some um, things right. like comfort and, you know, self-medicating, this weed stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't get, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> not unparted brains. Oh yes, I done parted, but it is not the same as it was. Back in the good old days, it was 3% THC. Mm-hmm. Now, you go into a dispensary, 28%, 35%. It is genetically oh, modified. Yeah, yeah. I walked in on a 420. This young girl had this stuff called wax. She had it on some tweezers, and it looked like earwax or something. She wow. let it melt on top of the marijuana. And then she hit the ball. It looked like her whole body was gonna swell up, and then she just kind of collapsed. Oh my It Wants to be like that?
1: No, not me.
0: It used to make you horny. It make you happy. Yeah. It make you hungry. You know, you could party, whatever. Right. You could go to sleep. Now mm-hmm. it stops this. It stops that. It stops this. I'm yeah. not saying for anybody that believes marijuana is the miracle drug or uses cannabis, or uses CBD oil, if it works for you. Mm -hmm. But keep it real, keep it 100. Cocaine Mm -hmm. was originally a leaf that you just pulled off the tree and chewed it. Now it's synthetic and you blow your mind and beat and ran out and killed somebody to get more of it. You have to put things in perspective and what is really important. Me, what I find is like you find, clarity clarity so that I can see that I can make informed decisions that I can, you know, go to work or I can, you know, ask informative questions, see what is really going on. It's a lot out there. It's a lot. So let's talk about some other fun stuff. Let's talk about your business, girl. You helping people people with their money. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So um, I provide a, um, an education on financial literacy So, you know, when I was growing up, the guidance for finances was not there. It was, it wasn't that my parents didn't say, you know, you know, save your money, do better with it, but that's all that they would say. And, you know, when I got older, what happened was I found myself with $11 in my bank account as a single mom going through a horrible divorce. And it was like. I was broke and broken and it was just such a such a horrible experience that I decided to get into uh, helping people understand the value of of your money and how to use it wisely, how to get you know your debt paid down, how to invest your money and make it multiply for yourself and things of that nature. So I love to do that because, it saddens me when I know that someone's really making about, you know, they say they make $150,000 and then of course the government takes out 30% of that. So you're really not making $150,000, you know, and then you're still, you still don't have any money at the end because you got kids in college, you know, you've got the, especially here in New York between your taxes and everything else going on. You know, inflation's been through the roof here. Everything has doubled and tripled, tripled. but the but the income hasn't, right? No. And no. it's not
0: going to. It's not going to. Because from what i understand in twenty twenty six the tax rate is going to go up. So you've exactly. got to figure out what what you're going to do. We went to uh check out our social security benefits, me and Mr. Magnificent. Girl, <laughs> we had to go have we had to go have some tacos and a margarita after that. It the trickery. <laughs> it was oh. like, we don't work all this time for what? Well, I understand Social Security and and, and Cal was not established for that. Right. But now that it's such a crutch, and what you have to understand is that the financial currency is going to change brains. I mean, you, you know, that's why you go into restaurants now and they say they're cashless. Yes. You know, the, the American currency is not backed by anything. And mm-hmm. keep raising the debt ceiling. Can you right. just go in and say, "Oh, okay, give me a billion-dollar credit line"?
1: Doesn't work that that's easy. That's gonna
0: fall on the backs of somebody, mm-hmm. and it's very unfortunate. So, in that regard, now I can say just the complete opposite because my stepfather, baby, he taught me financial literacy. I've had my own business since I was five years old. Ooh, that's awesome. So, but I did fall into a trap. Okay, I did fall into a trap. And what I did was I ended up writing my money a love letter. Mm. And I told money exactly what I thought of it. I did, girl. I just tore it to pieces. How controlling and manipulating it was, how I was struggling for it, how I would cry at night for this. And, and you know what? I turned over the page and my hand just wouldn't stop writing. Money wrote me back. Mm. And said, you know what? You allow this behavior. I am no more important than any other piece of paper on your desk. It's how you manage me. It's how you receive me. It's how you process me. It's how you share me. That is what is the key. That's right. We live in a land of abundance. Sometimes money is a problem. Sometimes you just need access. You know, I got friends that got yachts. I don't need a yacht. I just need to be able to get on yours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm good with that too. I don't need the
0: yacht. (laughs) I'm not trying to do all that, you know, and stay in your lane right Hey, in your lane you know i see so many people out here trying to live this opulence i am so over that i don't care about no designer i don't remember the last time i've been well they're all closing down now but a big box uh department store mm. i don't remember the last time i've been in one and yeah i don't what? know them either yeah that's I, true i look in my closet and i can reshop my closet mm-hmm. now, you got to get cost per wear You've got to teach your children that that is what is important, right? Being a civil servant, you know, taking the little bit of money you have and learning how to invest it in something, uh-huh. you know, real estate or whatever. I was telling a friend of mine right now, I said, you know, why do you want to go and buy a new car? Go ahead and lease that sucker. Uh-huh. Write it off on your business. You got You got to be smart. You got to learn how to do that. You know, great. You got a pink slip big deal. You got a big liability because it's depreciated $3,000 once you've taken it off the lot.
1: That's exactly right. And that's, that's where people don't understand the difference between an asset and a liability and, you know, expensive cars, liability, you know, liability. Make, mm-hmm, that pocketbooks my- with brand names, liability. That's
0: what my mother used to say, she said, Ooh, she said that girl got a $5,000 bag. She said, I bet you open it up and she don't have
1: 50 in it. <laughs> That's so true. I know so many women that have these expensive pocketbooks and they're like, don't look in it. The only thing I got in there is lipstick. I'm I'll like, see.
0: you call it a pocketbook. I ain't heard that in a long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging
0: myself now. <laughs> no. But no, I get it. I get it. So you yeah. have to learn and you can do it, brains. You can do it.
1: Absolutely. You know?
0: Yes. uh Have a side hustle. Yeah. You have to have multiple revenue streams. Yes. Multiple revenue streams. But the biggest thing and the biggest gift is to pay it forward. If you pay it forward, that means that your cup is runneth over. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I yes. just had a guest that I just did uh, her interview right before yours. Her name is Nancy Reed. And if you guys get a chance to, to join, she's got a 30-day challenge of kindness just to do 32 days. She said she wanted one more day than there was days in the month. Mm -hmm. You just be kind, go to the grocery store for somebody. Uh, She said one person went to an AA meeting with one of their friends because they didn't want to go alone. Uh, You know, take out somebody's garbage. Every day, do something to pay it forward. And she said, at the end of it, she says she's just overwhelmed with the amount of abundance and how her business has grown and how people want to get a part of this movement. It is a movement for change.
1: Yes, and I, I agree with that 100%. And I and that change, I just wanna add this because unfortunately my daughter, so my daughter's 23. And I noticed when she was growing up, none of the parents were were forcing their kids to pay it forward. So I have an only child. I have one. God bless me with one. She's my miracle baby. And I used to say to her all the time, I used to say, you may be an only child, but you will never be a spoiled brat. Mm. Never. You're going to learn to respect. You're going to learn that um, you may not always be receiving. You're going to be giving. Um, And I had, back when she was really young, I had made it a point that she would have to go to senior citizens' homes and give them a little something. The ones I knew were were you know widowed and things like that and give them a little something. It didn't have to be a big thing, but she needed to learn to give and not only receive. And I find that that seems to be one of the hardest things for our youth these days is what can I get and how fast can I get it and the quick, quick, quick that no one's settling down to be kind to another person. Well, to no There's no work ethic, right? It's
0: no work ethic, because That's you don't right. have to work for it. That's right. You have to work That's for right. It. See, my mother was like, okay, now, again, on the complete opposite of the spectrum, I was pretty fortunate because I was the only child. However, before you spent anything, you showed gratitude. Mm-hmm. Before you spent any money, uh, you have to send that thank you note. You have to call. These kids don't say anything. They feel like they're entitled. So you know what I do? I cut them off. How about that mm. i'm gonna show you i have a model i can show you better than i can tell you yeah i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time jaw jacking and arguing back and forth with you I just right. you up and, and see how, how, how how's that working for you because <laughs> i've worked for mine i'm yeah. gonna set you up okay? right but i am not going to be the one to be set out and parents they want to relive their lives vicariously through their children and just give them everything. My mother used to say to me, she said, baby, could you imagine if you got every single thing you wanted? She said, you'd be a hot mess.
1: Well, every single thing and, and uh, no, no, uh, ability or responsibility. Yeah. No, no, there's no accountability for anything. You no. know, there's no, but yeah, I'm sorry. No I had lost my of up. No, no, yeah. no,
0: no consequences.
1: Right. That's, that's it yeah no consequences to anything that they're doing yeah Yeah.
0: they and they don't care about anybody else yeah in this virtual world there is nobody else right right again this is where we have to settle in this artificial
1: intelligence uh let me tell you something this is so so let's tie that together so I, like you said, get yourself a side hustle, start, start with the, the additional streams of income, right? I say rivers of income, start creating some rivers for yourself, but I, like, I have a girlfriend of mine. She is the director of operations for 15 of the, of some big, uh, franchises. I, don't, I don't want to give it too much away, but mm-hmm. one of the biggest franchises and she covers 15 of them. And do you know that they're all going to the AI services? Do you know how many jobs are going to be lost because AI can do your job. So until you figure out what you're doing, you're going to lose your job if you don't stay ahead of the curve. And it's unfortunate because I believe in this, I like belly to belly way more than I like the, you know, the computer type of stuff, but AI is coming in for the kill. And I hate to put it like AI is it. I remember Mm -hmm.
0: back in the day, When I get one of my big investments, oh, yes, brains, I told you, I'm a brain, I'm smart. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, GPS, I told people, I said, you know, you need to get on this GPS. Uh, wait, just where you go? No, it's tracking your employees. Mm. Uh, It's detecting where you go. It's the navigation for your car. It's the navigation for airplanes, buses, trains. Okay. Okay, you can track your kids. It's on your cell phone. All of these things. So what people need to do is come up with something innovative. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to do what other successful people have done. Okay. You got to pay attention. You got to listen to the Bloomberg report, whether you understand the terms or not. It will become a second language to you after two, three weeks. You'll okay. say, oh, you know, I don't know. I know what the Dow Jones Industrial is. and I know the bull market and, a, you know, a bear market. You'll understand those things. Right. Start reading books, reading books of people, you know, and it's correct. Like I'm reading this book called the, the power of zero, mm-hmm. how to prepare yourself financially as you get older. But these are people that set the game up. <laughs> <laughs> and during the process, they wrote a book about it. Okay. Pick it up and read it. Right. Pick it up.
1: But they don't, nobody wants to do the work. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody you know, does. and without reading and learning and constantly educating yourself you know, you you get stuck. You stay in the same place and you don't get to move forward. And, you well, know. Well, the
0: thing is, is that you don't have, uh, again, you are what you eat. You don't, you're not hanging around the same people. If you want to be a millionaire, right. you hang with millionaires. I That's had right. a friend that got a, a lot of money. And I said, what if all your money was gone? What would you do? She said, girl, I would go on and get as cute as I could and go right back to where I was. Go back to the same restaurants, hang out with the same people. She said, "Because it eventually it'll rub off on me," mm-hmm. and that, that's, that's the truth. I thought she'd be sitting
1: there crying and belly aching, and you know, she said, "No, nope. I just get right back in the game." That's right. That's right. And you can never let something like that. There's many, many millionaires, billionaires, that if you hear their story, they succeeded, and most of them lost it all, and they had to go right back, jump back in, jump back in harder and go faster. Right. So you, you have to, when things like that happen, you have to jump right back in. You cannot just let the day take you over.
0: So tell us a little bit about your coaching practice and
1: what people have to expect when they come and work with you, Maria. Yeah, of course. So I do uh, I'm certified both in life and health coaching. Um, I had backed off a little bit, honestly, with the the health coaching uh, because I was so, so much into business and relationships But I'm actually taking back on, since I've been sick, I've reinvented what it is I want to do with my health coaching practice. So um, so yeah, so I do, I I offer all those services. It's health, it's life, it's business. Um, You know, you schedule some time with me and we go over and I don't charge in the beginning. I don't charge the first session is free. I'm going to give you an hour of my time and we're going to talk it out and what's going to be good for you. Uh, and where you need to really focus or do you need to focus on all three? And then then I create a program specific to that individual and uh, and we coach from there. So, yeah.
0: Well, you know, and coaching is not taking over. You got to show up. You got to be a team player. That's right. Or you will be held accountable one way or another. That's right. Maria's got her own set of circumstances. She don't have time to babysit you. Uh He's going to pour into you and you're going to be like that river. You're going to overflow. And if you don't, then, you know, hey, we can't make you do anything. So let's ask some fun questions. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) If you were an animal, what animal would you be and
1: why? And why? That's a, wow. That's one heck of a question ah I think a lioness Ooh. yeah I think I would just I just I, I don't I, the why is a hard but I I just feel like that would just be I'm always in the fight to, you know that I'm always in that that um wanting more and owning my territory so I think that's where You're that, a little bit of a predator hmm? yeah right Right, I'm always looking for the next successful part of my Do you life. Also, go for the jugular. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's times. <laughs> and there, and,
0: and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Okay, if you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be?
1: Um, appliance. Oh God. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, me too. i
0: like, open and I'll close. I, <laughs> yeah. I want to be the refrigerator because I just want to chill. Yeah, good. Okay. Good I just one. want to. I just want to chill. Or if it just gets too much, then I can just freeze you out. How about that? Ah, that's so good. <laughs> you know? If you were a flower in the garden, what
1: flower would you be?
0: Um,
1: I don't know. I, I'm not really big on all the flowers, so I you know the only one I'm really familiar with is names would be rhododendron or or roses. <laughs> I'm not a big flower person, so. I you know I like the ones that come back year round and they constantly bloom. All right, that's good. I appreciate that. What planet are you from,
0: Maria? What planet? What but planet? <laughs> what I mean, you know, out in the solar out in the solar system. There's a bunch of
1: them. Where are you from? I I I wouldn't even know. I'm not good with that stuff either. So you know, know. You know, they, they say women
0: are from venus would you stay here on earth mm-hmm. me i'm out of saturn girl
1: i got all the rings and all that oh wow, that's good yeah you know i i i have a tough time answering that i think i i like to be here uh you know i i don't know about all the other ones but for me i want my world to constantly be circling i want to i want to constantly be in amongst the whole rotation of it all do you, you want to be
0: do you want to stay in the familiar are you comfortable in the familiar? No, I,
1: I don't I don't like familiar because familiar doesn't allow me to step out of my comfort zone. Okay, right? Too familiar, okay. you get you get too grounded in one spot. I like to step out of my comfort zone a lot. Okay, uh, so yeah.
0: What time zone, if you could time travel, where would you go? Where would you be?
1: Past, present, future. And, you know. I would like to go back in time a little bit only, only for the purpose of the fact that I've learned how to process trauma. Mm. And that, because I, I unfortunately had a very difficult um, and abusive childhood. So i didn't get to deal with the trauma until later on in years Mm -hmm. so i would love to go back knowing how to handle that and come come out you know ready for life i get it i get it i'm futuristic i want to be three
0: thousand, girl i want to see how they doing the hair i want to hear the music yeah i want to see where the (laughs) antenna's coming out you know how they're making love are they (laughs) Quaking, each just my brow.
1: What? Yeah, I, I want that's that's what I want to do. As long as I don't have to go back to the big hair again. <laughs> oh God, I know,
0: I know. <laughs> what would you tell an individual that's struggling right now? That's just really, you know, I just don't know where to go. I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to give out. What would you say encouraging to that individual?
1: I would say you're not alone, and call me. You know, I never allow anybody. I don't. I'm. Not, I'm. I'm not the person that because you're a stranger, I'm not going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, when we picked up the phone, I felt like I knew you. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Right. So that person that's struggling, I say, you know, find somebody that's right next to you um, that can guide you to the right people to lift you. You don't have to be. Uh, in that negative state, you just have to be open-minded enough to want to receive better information.
0: Okay. And in closing, Mm -hmm. what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to always be
1: remembered? I want to always be remembered as the person that, that cared about you. I want to, um, that I was always there to serve. I want to be known as the person that was serving my entire life. Well, that's, that's always my goal is to serve.
0: That And that's a gift. That is a mm-hmm. gift. That's an unselfish gift. And you will be served. You will be served love, patience, wisdom, courage. I'm not a doctor. I can't say healing, but you got a healing of the mind and the soul and the spirit. This meat yeah. suit is superficial. Right. As long as you can connect with that higher source, Believe me, you talk about a reservoir, it's going to flow through you like a river. Just, try right. to, just be big enough to receive it, okay?
1: True,
0: yeah. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you to reach out, talk to you, love on you, uh,
1: and pray with and for you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can send me an email to nine 99 So it's M A R I A C E S t a r o nine nine at gmail.com um and uh you know just send me an email or you can even text me here's my cell phone 845 nope okay so send me an email and i'd be happy to uh communicate with you absolutely girl
0: you'll have every nice nigerian man in the world (laughs)
1: God, you telling no you that you are
0: beautiful telling you that you are beautiful and he's going to marry you and you know he got the cure for whatever's going on. Right. We have all that going on. So uh, ain't don't God, go like that. No, he ain't not like that. But uh you are a gift, you are a blessing. And uh I yeah. just ask right now, uh in the mighty name, my my uh deity is Jesus, that he pray, that he love, that he care, and he comfort you and guide your steps, comfort your family, and create a healing space. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, brains, get yourself together. <laughs> check out your money, check out your health, check out your responsibility and commitment to who? Yourself, right here on the brains, oh, on the brains, on the edge. <laughs> Go back, love, like, share, connect with us. Uh, leave a comment. If you think this is all hokey pokey, leave a comment about that too. That's how we grow and develop as long as you're respectful. Uh, Because you know one thing, I don't want you out there naked and without a smile, you're not completely dressed. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye.